1: This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is Central Texas Life with Ann Harder.
2: Hello everybody and welcome to Central Texas Life. It is always a good thing to talk about the amazing museums we have in Central Texas. So many of them. But I think at the top of the list for me, and at least for sure my three granddaughters, is the Mayburn Museum. So I am delighted to uh, introduce to you uh, Rebecca Knoll, who of course has been on the podcast in the past on Central Texas Living, the show many times back in the day on Channel 25 as the, the Assistant Director of Communications. And I've just gotten to meet Molly Noah, who is the uh, marketing Director, is that your title, marketing? I'm um, marketing coordinator. Yes. Marketing Thank coordinator. You. All right. Uh, and it's just um, there's always something great happening at the Mayburn.
1: Yes. Uh, we, we could talk about anything all day
2: if you <laughs> I know, I know. But <laughs> well, we've only got a few minutes. So we're going we're gonna to talk about Well, right now you have uh, scooby D Mansion as your traveling exhibit. Yes. And, uh, but that's about to wrap up. But it's wrapping up with something kind of fun.
0: Yes. Yeah, we um, have had Scooby-Doo Mansion Mayhem since April, um, but we are going to close it out with a really fun Scooby-Doo marathon actually on April, or I'm sorry, um, August 19th. And then the exhibit will close on August 20th. So we really wanted to kind of celebrate Scooby and, and have one kind of final hurrah for all of the fans.
2: Well, I know my three granddaughters were here a couple of weeks ago, and uh, we were planning all kinds of things for them to do, and uh, I said, we're going to go to the, maybe-. I mean, they were like, ah, right, they were so, so you should have been videoing that for your marketing because they were so excited, but now, you know, when we go, they're so familiar with it, it's hard to keep up with them, Yeah, because they know they immediately run off to the bubble room or whatever, you know. But, um, yeah, Scooby-Doo Mansion Mayhem really was a, a lot of fun for them. They thoroughly yeah. enjoyed that. Um, but what's coming up next? I know you've got something after this wraps up. Uh, yeah, so we have um, a really
1: interesting exhibit that's planned for the fall. It's called XOXO, an exhibit about love and um, forgiveness. Really? And it's from the Children's Museum of Pittsburgh. We um, had an exhibit from them a number of years ago. It was the Eric Carle exhibit. I don't know if you remember that. And so this exhibit really teaches um, children and their caregivers to learn about um, emotions and you know, how you can you know, better understand your emotions and uh, communicate them with others. But it's very, very interactive and it's gonna be good for our family audience. So you can get on a seesaw and learn about the give and take between relationships. You can um, write down you know, what makes you sad or angry and then put it in a paper shredder to kind of let it go well, out into sweet. the universe. Um, and you can learn a lot about, you know, facial expressions to really, you know, help children understand about
2: empathy. Right, and, and that, that emotional IQ that, mm-hmm. that we get so tied up with our phones and stuff. People yes. don't even really know how to communicate that yes. way anymore. So I think it's going to be
1: um, a really great exhibit. And um we are adding a, um, a kindness bingo to the rat card where people can learn more about the exhibit. Mm-hmm. And it encourages you to, you know, grab lunch with a friend or, you know, help your neighbor out. And so we're hoping to just, you know, bring a little bit more
2: love to Waco this okay, fall. Okay, now this is uh, starting presumably in September, right? Yes. How long a time do you have to set it up? I mean, you've, I'm sure you've got a little... Yeah,
1: we have a little um, bit of a buffer. There's going to be um, so a couple weeks in between. So it's mm-hmm. going to open up on the 17th of September, which is a Sunday uh, because the the day before is a home football game. Where we're going to have a member preview on that Friday night to invite families to come and check it out who are museum members um, and get a little bit of a you an know, um, individual preview so mm-hmm. they can – there's a lot of craft things in the exhibit, so I think people will – Really stay a long time and enjoy and explore, um. And then it'll be through January. We'll we'll have it through January. Oh,
2: a nice long. Mm This is the whole fall semester. Yeah, we'll have it through the holidays, which will be nice. Oh, that well, that's that's very good. Um, yeah, these are the kind of things people want to know. They're bringing their kids. The folks that have family memberships Mm -hmm. come a lot. I'll bet.
1: Yes, they do. And we've really seen our our membership program blossom a lot over the past um, couple of years. And this summer, it's been, you know, record breaking the number of members that we have, which is great. We also have um, part of the membership is we have a Museums for All membership. And so if you um, receive uh, food stamps or have a Lone Star card, you can purchase a family membership for just ten dollars. Really? And so you just have to bring that information to the front desk. And so we've seen that program grow quite a bit, and and we're excited to you know add all of these new members to the Mayborn.
2: Well, it's just it's such a rich learning environment for kids. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of funny. I was talking to a friend who um, said, well, my grandchildren, they're variety, kind of a variety of ages, and um, said, well, you know, they all said their favorite thing was the, the little grocery area, mm-hmm. the little H-E-B area. And uh, I said, well, my granddaughters, they're – they're older than yes. that, you know. I'm a rule follower, and like, oh, you can't go in there. Well, she had younger ones, and yes. so the older ones. There weren't a lot of people there, so the older ones went too. Well, apparently, kids had gotten in there and just thrown the stuff everywhere. So the older ones were busy getting everything put back on the oh. shelf, That's and uh, the little boy he was he was checking everybody out, and so <laughs> it was still a great learning experience for even older children in in that little part of the. Yeah, that's what exhibit. we try to
1: encourage the different jobs, right? Yeah. How can you help out at HEB? <laughs> yeah, what yeah. are the roles that you can, you don't just have to be a shopper, you can be the checker or the stalker, <laughs> and, um, which really helps p- make the experience better for, for other people oh, yeah. yeah. everything's back on the shelf. We are, over the next um, year, we have some planned um, updates to a couple of the other discovery rooms to see what we can, how we can bring Play Waco into the other rooms because. Playwico is our most, I think, our most oh, popular know. exhibit. Well, the girls
2: love it. And they were like, oh, we can't go. <laughs> well, it's always well, so packed. I too. know. It's so. Too, and, and it was busy the day we were there. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, it's so hot. Talk about record breaking. Our heat has been really something this summer. And what a great place to go for a couple of hours easily. Um, but the girls love the Bill and Veridaniel historic village and so of course we went outside but you know there's a lot of nice shade mm-hmm. even though it was i thought oh my goodness we're going to be so hot they had more fun going that's great to those well those
1: buildings are air conditioned so right right um so that will that will help a little bit but we've been ha- we have been having to close the village in the afternoons mm-hmm. whenever we have heat advisories So it has been um, pretty frequently. But you can go in the morning, and like you said, it's in the shade. It's kind of in a valley, so it's not too bad. It's not not bad. bad.
2: It's not bad. Well, of course, it's it's just such a a wonderful museum. Uh, Of course, it grew out of the old Strecker Museum that I remember as a kid. And um, I understand there's some major renovations there. I mean, (laughs) the thing to me seems like it's brand new, but it's really how old is now the museum.
1: Well, so in 2024, we're actually going to be celebrating our 20th anniversary. Get out! Um, so we're planning a um, a celebratory event, a gala in May of 2024. We've got the the date set for May 17th. Oh, good. Um, and we're really going to use that to kind of kick off some fundraising, so that we can work on um, renovation for our um, for a capital project to get the natural science and cultural history wing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still, you know, very immersive, very experiential, but we know that we need some more updated technology. We want to, you know, update the stories that we're telling in that space. And so we've been working on plans for that for quite a bit and um, ready to take the to next step. What well, to do the first phase of renovations, um, we need um, $2 million so mm-hmm. to cap that off. Um, But looking at the at the entire project, um, we're hoping for about fourteen
2: million. Oh my goodness! Mm -hmm. And it's not to add on any more to the building, right? Or is it? We will. N- we won't add on to the building, but we are um,
1: for the first phase. We're adding five thousand square feet of exhibit space that's currently storage. Oh wow! So we will. will. We will be adding, and five thousand square feet is the the size of our temporary exhibit gallery. So that, it's a good. Big. It's a good chunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that will have an impact.
2: I mean, that'll be great.
1: We have, um, you know, a lot of really um, great plans um like the completed project will include a um an acrocanthosaur we know that you know if you've been to the mayborn you know that there weren't dinosaurs that have been found in waco because we were underwater during the cretaceous period um, but around glen rose where the where yes. the, the footprints were found mm-hmm. their record of a, a acrocanthosaurus And um, so we're hoping to, everyone loves dinosaurs. We want to bring that a little bit into the museum. So we're hoping to have um, one of those represented and really kind of, um, we'll still tell a lot of the people stories of the people who lived in Central Texas that's currently represented in our Texas Lifeways exhibit. Mm -hmm. And then we want to, you know, build upon a lot of the um, paleontological work that's also taken place in Texas. Because we have, um, you know, such great... Um, specimens that include the the pliosaur and the plesiosaur and um, we just want to be able to you know talk about those stories a little
2: better Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. well and of course a little more recent with the mammoths Mm -hmm. we did we were able to take the girls to the uh, national monument and actually see it we went early in the morning because it is so hot and there's some walking outside but then to follow that up there at the Mayburn to say remember we were just you know that really brought it to life and and the video and all you know that really added to uh, the richness of their experience and in, in uh, learning more about the, the mammoths. Well
1: and we have a great partnership with the Waco Mammoth National mm-hmm. Monument we're still the repository for a lot of the, um, the mammoths that were removed from the site as in addition to other animals right and so that that will still be present in the museum as we work on our renovations. And like you said, we wanna make those connections and ex- encourage people to explore the, um, the other cultural institutions that we have in Waco. And um, one of the exciting things that we have coming um, that will be completed in 2024 is that we're actually putting two bronze mammoths, well, three bronze mammoths in front of the museum.
2: I think I saw a picture. <laughs> So man, we'll have
1: yeah. a, a bull, um, a mother and a and a baby,
2: and and where exactly I- is that? So,
1: you know the circular drive uh-huh. where you pull in. Right, they're going right. to be right in the middle. Oh, in it's, the middle of that.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness!
1: And we're going to statement. Uh, we really wanted to be able to. We have such a beautiful building. Oh, it is. And we yeah. are on such a beautiful campus. But we wanted people to know this is a museum, um, and. It's just a great way to, you know, really bring that home. And we're going to change the the parking to where you come in the other entrance so the mammoths are actually approachable. Okay. And and people can go up and and look at them, take pictures with them. and um,
2: Some major changes then. Yes. To accommodate that. Uh, Yeah, I mean, my granddaughters love it. And I remember walking through the building, you're telling me, almost 20 years ago. Doesn't seem possible. But it was not finished. And I saw that children's area, and I'm like, "Bring on the grandkids! This is going to be so." And so here they are, and they love, love, love this museum, and and it thrills me that they love coming to Waco mm-hmm. to uh, to visit places like this. Molly, get get you involved in this discussion. Uh, you're so you're going to have have some work ahead of you with a, a gala coming up yes. and all those kinds of things. Uh, what's been the most uh, exciting? aspect to you of your job you tell me you've been there now two years
0: yeah definitely I think um, we are you know so excited about our 20th anniversary next year and so we are in the midst of like planning our exciting gala um, but then we're also going to have like a family fun fest the day after the gala so um, I think it'll be really fun we're going to have a great evening kind of for adults but then the next day we'll be able to really like celebrate with families um, and so I think you know that's been a really fun, kind of exciting part for my job and, and yeah. fun to do in terms of marketing.
2: Kind of reminds me of the t- Titanic. When Titanic came, that was a very big, fancy, wonderful event. Yes. Um, I mean, you can't do that every year, right? <laughs> I mean, right. Just, that's a little
0: too much. Yeah, definitely. And I, I actually was there for the Titanic um, exhibit, and mm-hmm. so. It was exciting for us this summer because we um, actually almost met the Titanic numbers. Really? So we, um, you know, have been very excited to kind of see uh, our attendance, and it's been it's been a really amazing summer for us.
2: Ah, well, this is great. We're going to take a quick break though. And when we come back, learn a little bit more about these two fine ladies and their work at the Mayburn Museum. So stay with us. <music> We're back with uh, Molly Noah and Rebecca Nall with the wonderful Mayburn Museum. So many things happening at the Mabern. A lot of things happening in Waco this coming year. We've got the full eclipse that I think they're already booking hotel rooms in mm-hmm. Gatesville. I think, I think Waco is thoroughly booked up for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's the Mabern going to be doing for, for that?
0: so we um, are actually prepping for the eclipse right now. Um, we are originally had something called um, Eclipse 10,000, um, which is where we are helping teachers in the community, um, you know, teach their students about the eclipse so that they'll be ready for the eclipse that day. Um, originally, we started with about 10,000, but I think now it's like 30,000 um, students in the area. Oh, my goodness. They're going to be uh, taught about the eclipse. So. Um, yeah, it's been a really exciting thing for the museum um, and a really amazing opportunity uh, for Waco, I think.
2: Well, and the Mayburn is al- also involved in a lot of other community outreach type things. I know uh, it is the host site for the Baylor Lifelong Learners. Mm-hmm. Um, I teach a program there uh, this next spring. I'll be. <laughs> I'll be back. Um, but, yeah, and it's it's just such a wonderful facility. And you guys were so accommodating with my needs with this class that I do. And there are a lot of folks who take advantage of, of just the facility you have there.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, and we
1: have loved having lifelong learning be part of the Mayborn. Um, it's It's been great to bring, you know, a different audience because we do – I mean, we are a family museum. Mm -hmm. We see a lot of people that come with their families or come with their grandchildren. But you know that, um, you know, you don't have to have children to enjoy the museum and um, there's a lot to experience. And so it's been great to have this other audience that is, you know, captive and is in the museum all (laughs) All of the time and getting to feel like the museum is, um, you know, part of their community as well. And uh, so, lifelong learning ca- classes are kicking off um, pretty soon. That's and right. if you are interested, it's um, you know, it's geared towards you know um, folks that are fifty and older. I think they call it fifty and better,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: yeah. are interested in um, continuing education, uh, taking classes that don't require tests,
0: but you're <laughs> really <laughs> just you. getting
1: to <laughs> learn a lot. Um, and this year, the um, the course seems so interesting like there's oh, some yeah. classes uh, there's one about ai i think and um some about world war ii uh, i want to take all of these classes and i know
2: in fact my husband and i are going to take the uh, waco 101 that dr sloan mm-hmm. steve sloan who's a fellow podcaster mm-hmm. here and i've interviewed him on the show and he's just i said i would love to have him for a history teacher anyway uh, as he told me that his secret desire was to be a stand-up comedian so Uh any (laughs) any history teacher that's Uh got that but he i know i will learn so much more about waco um after taking that that Mm -hmm. course that uh, he's he's hosting so anyway yeah there are a lot of really really fun things coming up this fall and the next spring too and i'm sure we'll be having having the lifelong learning folks on talking about that because they're and it's very reasonable it's not a expensive thing at all
1: no I mean you it's like um, 20 bucks I think. yeah it's 20 dollars yeah. for a class and then we encourage everyone to become a member of the museum but then you get all of your member benefits yeah. as well you can come you know free admission as much as you want and then discounted admission to um, you know, our Christmas lights in the village program mm-hmm. or um, any other special events that we have. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, it's it's a wonderful thing. And uh, I'm really, really glad to be a part of that myself over the years. Um, yeah, you've got wonderful stuff, though, happening. Your great new program that's coming up that's going to be kicking off in September mm-hmm. for the kiddos. Love and Kisses. What, what are we calling it? What is it? Yeah, it's, <laughs> um, it's XOXO. Okay, there we go. Hugs uh, and love and
1: <laughs> Forgiveness. Forgiveness, very Said, good, but we've just been referring to it as XOXO. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, um, anything else you could say? And I, in fact, we, during the break we were talking about um, a fellows program or something. Tell me yeah. about that.
0: Yeah, so every summer we have uh, Bryce C. Brown fellows, and so they actually get to spend the summer doing research um, in the museum collections. Really? Um, so this summer we are actually working with two different uh, fellows um and they're actually studying the marine, I'm sorry, um, mammoth uh, fossils. And so they're actually doing really incredible work. They are um, actually ste- like studying the, the. So I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry,
1: the fossils. You said one of them was studying that maybe their research is um, about the, the sex of the mammoths. So one of them. That has been identified as a female might actually be a bull. Oh, really? Um, because that's what um, the the Waco Mammoth National Monument is based on a, a nursery herd, right? right? That that's the majority that have been found. There were a couple of females
2: found. and yeah, mm-hmm. the little ones.
1: And then there, we know that there was one bull, ah. um, but one of the is thinking that one of the 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 main um, fossils is actually a
2: female. So oh, yeah, that'll be a interesting. Male. I want to, or male? actually a male, yeah. yes.
1: So uh, I'll be interested in learning more about that.
2: Well, there's still so much information Always. that's mm-hmm. yeah that's being uncovered by um, by the scientists who are working, and they're at the site. You know, they're still working on it. And mm-hmm. when it rains, when it rains, please Lord, let it rain. Uh, I mean, they go <laughs> go down the gully yes. and check and see if anything else yes. is
1: showing up. Well, and I think, you know, every time they're, you know, doing work out there, whenever they, you know, they built the, the site and when they like do um, like the actual dig shelter and then, you know, they built a new road, just every time they find more mammoths. So there's just, there's just so much more that's out there that hasn't been discovered. Yeah. So um, we've gotten to um, talk to Dr. Yan, who's the paleontologist there. And uh, she comes over and, you know, obviously looks a lot at the um, the specimens that we have recovered from the site. And um, I just am really excited for the inform- all the information that we're going to gain. Yeah. Um, well, we're very fortunate changing. to have
2: her. I understand there are not very many sites like this mm-hmm. that the National Park Service has a paleontologist on staff. Yeah. This is one of the very few.
1: Yes, I think so, we're, we're very fortunate.
2: Yeah, yeah, well, we are certainly fortunate to have mm-hmm. the Mayburn Museum right there on the Baylor campus. And uh, it, it's a joy for me. Anytime I go there, it's always so much fun to, uh, to go and see what new is happening there and, and see the familiar things. And The girls were able to do the whole body bubble. I mean, that's, that's yes. a big thing when, that <laughs> when it works.
1: Yeah, I mean, sometimes we just—it's so popular uh-huh. that the bubbles get used up a lot it, um, it was, by a certain a time frothy in the day. By the mm-hmm. time
2: we were there, <laughs> it is still like that room is just—they just, they just it's make just a big line for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Of course, my favorite is the dinosaur video. I just think that's a stitch. <laughs> that and that in the tea, the little tea room. Mm-hmm. I love that, and they—I got a picture of the girls uh, setting up a little tea table too. So anyway.
1: Well, the tea room, I told you we're working on some, some upgrades to some of the discovery rooms. And the tea room is one of those that good. we're going we're gonna to work on. We're going to try to make it. Um, I think the tea room is so popular, but we're thinking of ways that we can make it just a little bit more experiential. Can you, similarly to um, Play Waco, oh, good. what are the different roles that you can play? Oh, very good. Um, could you be a waiter? Mm-hmm. You know, it's in a cafe. Um, could you be the pastry chef?
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: we're kind of exploring some of those options right
2: now. Good, good, very good. Well, it, it's it's always a, it's always a joy to get to go over there. I like to end these visits, so you know you've done this mm-hmm. before. The questionnaire similar to the one the late great James Lipton would do on Inside the Actors Studio. So I'm gonna ask the two of you as we wrap this up, and I'll also because Molly mm-hmm. has not been on the show before, so I'm gonna ask her what is your favorite word? Oh, my favorite
0: word. Mm-hmm. inspiration. I feel like I uh, I love to be at the museum and be very inspired, um, especially with the collections. I think there's, there's always something new to kind of um, inspire people.
2: Yeah, yeah. What about your least favorite word, Rebecca? Oh, my least favorite word. Uh, I think that when that comes
1: top of mind is moist. I don't know. I think that's a <laughs> word that everybody hates. I have heard that before. <laughs> you,
2: probably from you. <laughs> but I have, I have, I don't know what it is about moist. Uh, what turns you on creatively, emotionally, or spiritually? I'll ask Rebecca that. Um, well, this is going to
1: make me sound incredibly nerdy, um, but maybe that's why I work in a museum. But I really like it um, things that are organized and in their place yep. and so I actually get really excited whenever it, like I'm in my home and I get to like reorganize a drawer and I did start in the collections department at the museum and your whole job is to organize collections sure and yeah. categorizing everything is it in its right spot is it well cared for
2: do you hire out is my question
1: <laughs> <laughs> um not at this time
2: <laughs> Okay, so (laughs) I'll ask ask Molly, what turns you off creatively or spiritually (laughs) or emotionally?
0: Um, I think that I I like to, um, you know, work on things by myself, but then I do like to get feedback on things. I Mm -hmm. really like to, I will always, like, check with Rebecca on things, especially when I'm working on, like, social media and stuff. I always like to, um, you know, work with our interns or work with our staff um and and to to you know run things by other people and and work with other people, yeah so not not getting that feedback would not
2: wouldn't serve you well no yeah no. <laughs> um what sound do you love the most, Molly? I'll ask you uh,
0: I, d- I do really love to listen to piano music, especially uh-huh. when I'm at work um I do, I do love to listen to um, some, like, classical piano music, I think. Cool. What what sound
1: do you hate, Rebecca? Um, my morning alarm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some people have it as their ringtone, and I feel like... Oh,
2: no. I, I, it gets oh, me oh, hearing it. it, it like, that's the, my, yeah, that's my goes alarm. I to yeah. <laughs> listen to that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what other profession would you like to have tried, Rebecca? Oh, um...
1: You know, I think about this sometimes. Um, I I really love to read, and I love to um, learn about um, data. So lately, I've been thinking because we we Molly and I like to explore a lot about like our visitor data and who's coming at the coming to the museum, and um, you know what they enjoy about coming to the museum. So I've been looking into, like, data analyst classes. Yeah. Um So I think...
2: That's important mm-hmm. information to have.
1: Yeah. So I think, it. you know, it would help me in my current role, but, you know, just thinking about, like, what you could do with data or, yeah. or learn about.
2: Well, uh, I'll ask you the same question, Molly. What, what other profession would you like to have tried?
0: Mm.
2: Or maybe still harbor a desire of, like, a stand-up comedian? Oh, <laughs> gosh. I don't
0: think I would be very funny, <laughs> but... Um, you know, I studied anthropology in college. Oh. And I never really had the guts to, you know, do the dig part. Um, I but I think that that could have been really fun. Yeah. I think to to go out and really like look at the bones and mm-hmm,
2: take the little brush and Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what job do you know you would not want to do? <laughs> um
0: my uh I, th- I think maybe any any type of, like, doctor, nurse. Um, I'm a I big I have heard that before. So yeah, I mean,
2: we're, we're grateful for them. but <laughs> Yeah,
0: yeah. I think that I would just always be freaking out for people, and so <laughs> I, I would not be very good at that. Yeah,
2: yeah. What, what about you? Rebecca? That was exactly what yeah. I was going to say. <laughs> Anything in the medical field.
1: I am um, not great when there's blood. Um, I'm I'm hoping that if there is a time that my children get injured and my husband is not home, that I will rise to the occasion – um, but most of the time, I just freak
2: out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, right, right. Well, I had a doctor once, and he 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 didn't want to be a lawyer. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> yeah. There's that. Okay. One last question. What do you want to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Oh,
0: that's
2: a good one.
1: Um, I think mine. I like um, mine. Would be you know you did good
2: of a paraphrase mm-hmm. of what the scripture is, but yes, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like um like oh you were a good a good daughter, you were a good friend, yeah. a good sister. Yeah. yeah. I hope. Yeah.
2: Amen. All right. Well you're doing a great work for sure at uh, the Mayburn Museum and I appreciate so much you taking time to come and visit with us about uh the Scooby Doo Marathon. Which again the date of that? It's um August nineteenth. Okay. So, come right up.
1: Um and we're showing a couple of the episodes from the original show. And one of them is the episode that the exhibit is based on. So you'll see a lot of the same elements. How fun. Uh, so I'm excited. I I'm I think I'm going to come. I'm going to bring my kids
2: and come so we can check it out. All right. And how do uh, we get information on family passes and all that sort of thing?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So people can go to um, our website, Mayborn Museum, um, and they can join as members. They can look at our calendar um, they can also, like, look at our upcoming programs. Uh, for sure.
2: Always something new. Yes. Always yes, something coming up. Yeah, at the Maybird. Thank you both so much. Thank you. thank you. And thank you for being with us. Join us again for another Central Texas Life. Bye-bye.
1: Central Texas Life with Ann Harder is part of the Rogue Media family. Be sure to check out our other shows at roguemedianetwork.com. Please rate this show five stars on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Join us again soon for more Central Texas life with Ann Harder.
0: This has been a Rogue Media Network production.